Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're going to talk about the shows from Monday, May 15th through Thursday, May 18th. So we'll just get right into that now. So we'll kick it off with the only show on Monday, May 15th. It is Monday Night Raw. So we kick it off with the unfeed tag teams, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, coming on the ring. Sami says he was surprised him. He says him and Owens were surprised finally this past Friday on SmackDown to defend the unspeed tag titles against Roman Reigns and Solzico at Night Champions. He says, while it seems like a massive threat on paper, the two of them sees him as a gift. He says they have the chance to get their hands on Roman Reigns after both come short against them in the Unspeed title, Universal title matches earlier this year. Sami says Roman has gone unchecked for far too long, and Chris has Roman for pushing too far. I'm certain it's not him to have the WWE or Universal titles and be a champ for almost a thousand days. He calls Roman a manipulator and tells him he can't have the Unspeed tag team titles. Then we hear the music of Judgment Day. They come down the ring. Owens calls for the mic to be cut and he's sick of talking about the bloodline. He says that they want to fight and that's what they'll do. Sammy comes Owens down and says they don't have any issue with Judgment Day. He tells Owens to hear them out and tell them the floor is theirs. Damian Priest says that Ken Owens was spot and they want to fight. Judgment Day looks at Owens insane, but Finn Balor stops his team from doing something they want to talk. He says if Owens is a mission to retain their tag team titles at night champions, there's a whole lot of superstars waiting for him with Judgment Day be at the front. Do we hear from the SmackDown Women's Chamber replaces Judgment Day runs raw? And Sibby's while there had some good points. He wants to hear what Dominic Mysterio has to say. So the crowd boos him. And he can get two words out. And Owens says that he can hear things. Time to fight. He was about to punch Dominic Barria. Uh, got in the way, and then David Priest takes down Sami Zayn for him. The rest of Judgment Day attack Owens. Sami Zayn grabs a chair and chases him out of the ring to retreat. Goes that day. We found out that would be the main event of the show. So our opening match, Shinsuke Nakamura going to what the Miz. Master starts with Miz offering Nakamura his hand, but Nakamura kicks it away for him and needs in the midsection. Falls over the draw kick and a pair of knees to the Miz's spine. Shows him into the corner and charges at him. Miz gets his boot up and delivers a knee to the back of his neck. Nakamura dumps Miz out of the ring, delivers a baseball drug, then drags him on the apron, delivers a jumping knee to the back of his neck, then tosses him in the ring before the Miz hits him with a neckbreaker off the middle rope, sends the crash out, and then hits a big boot as we cut to a crucial break. After the break, Nakamura delivers a knee to Miz midsection, falls up with a scissors kick and an integrity that drapes across the top turnbuckle, delivers a knee to a midsection, but Miz fires back with a right hand and rolls up Nakamura for rolls up Nakamura where he carries the armbar. Miz escapes hit the DT and then hits the it kicks and then sets up for the skull crush finale. Nakamura escapes his scrapes and sets up for the king shots up, but Miz moves all the way and looks to pull up under the ring, but Nakamura pulls him back in the ring as Miz hangs on to the ring apron skirt. So he rakes, pokes the eye while the referee is fixing it, goes to the cover, Nakamura gets the foot on the ball to break the fall. So Nakamura comes back with the king shots up for the win at 8 minutes and 58 seconds. Not a bad opening match. I just won 6 out of 10. Then we go backstage to Adam Pierce is listening to Raquel Rodriguez arguing with Sony Deville and Chelsea Green. DeVille and Green complain about Liv Morgan being unable to compete on the show due to injury that she's saying last Friday on SmackDown. And DeVille says as for management, the women's tag title should be forfeited and give to them. Pierce says that's not happening. So Raquel says she's having to defend Morgan Liv's honor by going with Chelsea Green. So Green accepts the challenge. I'll be later on the show. Then we come back <clears throat> from break. We head to our first uh, two or three parts of the sit-down interview. McCoy Reyes and Seth Rollins. Corey thanks Seth for sitting down with them. Then asks what it meant to become the first NXT champ back in 2012. Rollins says there was a need for change at that time when the NXT told me he could pave the way and push the industry forward. Corey then asked Rollins about his time in the shoe. This is the group saw the, the need for change. Corey asked Seth about turn on the shield teammates. 
Does he need to do that more with the Dirty Ladder? And we'll get the rest of it during the show. So Imperium makes his way down the ring. Intercon Jim Gunther stands on top of the announce table. As Louis Kaiser and G. Von Vinci flank him. Kaiser demands the gratitude of the fans and hands the microphone over the Gunther and says he dominated Smash for almost a year. I know he'll continue on Raw. He says, well, currently he has no challenge for his Intercontinental title. It hasn't met a superstar or respect. One man can achieve by winning this upcoming Battle Royal. So we go to this now. It's a 25-minute number one contenders Battle Royal. Winner will meet Gunther at Night of Champions. So the 25 men are Hubunta Creel, Angel Garza, Monse, Mansua, Eric, Ivar, Cedric Alexander, Sean Benjamin, Elias, Akira Sion Quinn, Riddick Moss, JD McDonough, Dolph Ziggler, Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis, Von Wagner, Mustafa Ali, Apollo Crews, Bronson Reed, Matt Riddle, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Owens, and Baron Corbin. So everyone starts brawling each other with the bell rings, and then Corbin immediately eliminates Akira DeSalvo, and then Loomis eliminates Corbin. Maxwell Males eliminate Loomis, and then Alpha Academy eliminates Maxwell Male Models. Monse lands on a four-man man sword, did hang onto the onto the rope, but Mas- Gable kicks him off. Messe catch him, but he saw Loomis was staring at Monse, and then he dropped Mansoir, and then they all ran to the back. Dolph Ziggler since uh oh sorry, JD might eliminate him with a career with a hip butt off the apron, and then Dolph Ziggler since Jane eliminate him with a super kick, and then Fall Rider eliminates Sigler, and then McDonald attacks Sigler, sends him in the ring steps, and then works on the ankle as we go to commercial break. After the break, Eric gets a jump and Bronson Reed, read them. Viking Raiders eliminate Cedric Alexander, and then they eliminate Sion Quinn. Sean Benjamin blinds us to Viking Raiders, but they eliminate Sean Benjamin. So Viking Raiders start brawling with Alpha Academy. Jack Gable gets Eric on the road, but Eric lands on his feet. He looks for a suplex, but Gable escapes. Overton eliminates uh, Eric. Arvar eliminates uh, Gable's retaliation. So the big men start Otis and Ivar start going at it, and Bronson Reed eliminates both men. So the remaining competitors, Elias, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, Johnny Gargano, Rick Moss, Matt Riddle, and Apollo Cruz work together to wear down Reed. <clears throat> Elias and Ricochet then begin to brawl as to Ali and Gargano. Gargano does a hurt run to Ali, but fa- Ali fires back with a senton and then sends Gargano over the top rope, but Gargano hangs on. Ricochet takes Ali, allowing Gargano to hit a spear to him. Ricochet then delivers a shooting star press to Gargano. It looks a like Deliver crossbite off the top rope to Redick Moss, but Moss plants Ricochet with a fallaway slam. Reed then takes down Moss. Elias' splash home gets Cruz on shore, but Cruz gets Elias on the apron, hits it integrated to eliminate him. And now Paul gets eliminated by Bronze Reed by a clothesline over the top rope. Ollie jumps Reed, looks in to lock it at sleeper, but Reed gets him off his back, then Reed plants Gargale on top of Ricochet. But Riddle comes back with a rip corny and a floating bro. Moss catches Riddle with a short tackle, runs the rope to eliminate Riddle to the outside, but Riddle throws him over the top to eliminate him. Gargano charges at Riddle, but Riddle delivers a hurricane to him on the outside. Riddle wins up on the apron. Kaiser and Vinci charge him, but Riddle fights him off. Riddle then Reed sends him down to the floor to eliminate Riddle. So we're down to Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Bronze Reed left in this battle royal. Ricochet hits a knee to and a draw kick to Reed. Looks at double as Ali helps him out, but Reed lands on the apron. And then Ricochet and Ali ran down right hands, but Ricochet hits a pair of draw kicks. Reed manages to hang on. Ricochet lets go flying. Reed gets him on the shores, but Ollie hits a draw kick to Reed that sends both men crashing down to the floor. So Mustafa Ali gets the shocking win at 12 minutes and 35 seconds. Eh, I couldn't care less about this battle royal. I was actually shocked that Mustafa Ali won. But Mustafa Ali would be challenging for the Intercontinental at now Chiefs. I give this battle royal, I give it a 4 out of 10. So Becky Lynch makes her way down to the ring. Since the man has come down to come around to Greensboro, she's part of the man as men. You go for some stuff while everyone has their struggles behind closed doors. We all put a face to come to people we need to be. 
She says sometimes one has to ask for help. But that's what she did with Trish Ash and Lita. She says Lita was great. Trish has skipped the beat since the last appearance in WWE. She says she lets Trash get close to her and her family, which caused her to be blinded. She thanks Trash for hitting her in the back of the head and turning on a light that had been turned on for months. She's when Strass called her daughter stupid. She reminded her that you have to stand up for the people you love most. Lynch says Strass was number one, but now she is it. She should uh, show Strass how grateful she is when she kicks her head in, at night at Champions. Then we go backstage. We see Smackdown watching where Ripley watching Owen. Then Kathy Kelly approached her and asked for her thoughts on Natalia's return to the world last week. And Rhea tells her to stay in her lane. Natalia walks in and says she didn't appear last week because she was to get him from her lane. But because Rhea was attacking Dana Brooke, Ripley stops from pretending that she can't Dana and puts her on notice. She tells her not to interrupt her again unless she wants her career to end. Donald Gusterio walks and tells Rhea it's time to go. They all hand to walk off. So for the next match, Donald Gusterio makes his way down the ring. He mocks Xavier Woods and says, if Woods is well, he doesn't have anyone to watch back right now. He's a grown man who can stand on his own two feet. He questions Dominic can stay, stay the same and has permission from Rhea to do anything. So we go to that third match, a rematch from last week's Raw. Woods versus Xavier Woods versus Dominic Gusterio. Match starts with a lockup, then Woods hits a short tie and a drop kick to the spine of Dominic for a two-count. Mysterio hits the knee to Woods midsection, forces Charles Dom's in the corner and gloats. He fires off more knees, but Woods takes a note of off by suplex. Dominic rolls to the outside, Woods follows him, but he Dominic hides behind Red Ripley, which prevents Woods from getting to him, and they argue, so we'll go to commercial break. When we come back from break, Dominic does the uppercut to Woods, and he sets him on the top row and fires a right hand, but Woods fights him off and delivers a shotgun drop kick. Then fires up to right hands and back up with Mysterio tosses him out of the ring. Woods hops on the apron and does a short to the midsection of Dominic, but when Dominic drags him in the ring, hits the three amigos. Goes to the top and looks for a frost, but Woods gets his knees up and goes for the cover for a two count. Woods catch up with a gut buster for climbing to the top rope. He looks for a double stump, but Ripley pulls Mr. Dominic out of the ring. Woods to go, looks to go flying over the top rope and take down Mysterio, but tosses him back in the ring. Rhea gets in the face of lot of Dominic, dropping to the spine of Woods under the bomb rope. Then Rhea tosses him back inside the ring. And Dominic rolls him up for the win at 10 minutes and 35 seconds. I give this one five. I liked our match last week a little bit better. But honestly, not the result wasn't really shocking. Then we get a feel back in charge of Jay McDonough. Then we go backstage inside the parking lot area. And we see Kathy is catching up with McDonough. He's about to leave the arena. She asks him why he tagged Ziggler. And JD says he did in order to make a statement. As we see Finn Balor watching on the upper level of the parking area. Then we go over tag team match. This is match number four. Indushir, Fumer, Han, Sangha. These two guys named LeVar Barbie and Drake Thompson. Fumer, Han takes out LeVar Barbie before tagging in Sangha. And then Drake Thompson takes in Sangha, tosses from the outside. Hits a splash, takes Fear back in. Sangha delivers a body set and Fear hits, executes an elbow drop. Sangha hits a big boot to LeVar, falls on the splash with that. Sangha takes it, and they hit their double-team finisher for the quick win at a minute 50. I just won 2 out of 10, but nice dominance from Indushir. After match, Jinder Mahal puts the roster on notice as Indushir coming for gold. And we go backstage with a confrontation between Imperium, I guess, and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which sets up a six-man tag match for this Monday coming on Raw. So Cody Rhodes makes his way in the ring, then he asks Greensboro what they want to talk about. He says he knows these grounds in his area. He says the first dark kid was held here and tells the tale of the scorpion and the frog. He says the scorpion's on one side of the river and needs help getting across. The frog says no because he, he says he'll get stung and the scorpion says he does. They'll both drown. So the frog officially agrees, but the scorpion stings him half across the river. The frog asks why the scorpion 
did it. And since his nature, he says Brock Lesnar is the same as a scorpion. Then Mockley asks how his eye is. Cody says when he looks in the mirror, he sees the man who did, who did that and accepts the Lesnar Challenge at Night of Champions. He says Lesnar's on top. He's better than 99.9% of the superstars who enter the ring. He says Lesnar was better than him at Backlash and says things between are about championship or rather whether is the big thing on Raw. He says everyone calls Lesnar the next big thing. And while they're, he, they were right, he questions what happens they just say next. Cody tells Brock he's not the big, next big thing anymore and he says it in his way. The close that same him. We go to our fifth match of the show. One half of the women's tag team champions for Kyle Rodriguez because one just this was supposed to be a tag team title match, but uh, like said earlier in the review, uh, Liv Morgan got injured this past Friday on SmackDown, so he got postponed. So Raquel hits a boot to Chelsea Green, sends her crash to the top, turn ball face first for Sonya Deville, gets in her face, and Green hits a backstabber, hits a close on her forearm, followed by a chop block on her flatliner. Rodriguez sends Green in the top turn while it's crashing into the middle rope, followed with a dropping pair of clotheslines, and then three follows lines, cross crew elbow, and then the Texana bomb for the win at three minutes and 40 seconds. I just won four out of ten. <clears throat> Almost like it was pretty much like a squash match. Then after the match, Raquel looks to leave, but we see the return of Ronda Rousey, Shannon Baszler. First time we see him since WrestleMania. Paranoia and Blinds are Rousey mocks Raquel, but that's which that's what I heard. Half of the women's side tells she tells Raquel she'll defend them with over that Liv Morgan. Unless she was to be down every week, then Shannon hits a running knee and then the retreat. I imagine this is probably the night of Champions match. Then we go after the break, we go back to so see Gunther shaking hands with Paul Heyman. And then we go to our second part of the Corey Graves sit down interview with Seth Rollins. Corey says there have been many versions of Rollins as he exits the shield. And that's why the current version is the best. Rollins says his hands are on the wheel and he gets to experience the most authentic version of himself. He says there's an organic relationship with himself and the fans for the first time in his career. Corey asks why he should be crowned the new world heavyweight champion. And Rollins says because he's trying for change once again. So we'll get part three of this interview this Monday on Raw. And then a non-title match, Unspeed Tag Champs, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, goes against Finn Balor and Damian Priest of Judgment Day. Sami Zayn and Finn Balor lock up against Smash Jordan, and then both men go back for submission holds before Zayn hits a pair of arm drags. Damian Priest takes and delivers the right hand, but Zayn sends him in the top turnbuckle phase first. He ascends to the top row and delivers an elbow drop. Owens takes and hits a chop and fires up right hands. Priest delivers a kick to his face, but Owens responds with stuff up into Guri. He dunks Priest out of the ring, and Balor charges at him. Owen sends Bauer to join him as Rhea and Dominic Superior. Dominic Superior appears at ringside as we go to break. After the break, Priest hits a right hand to Spain. Sammy Spine tags in Bauer. Sammy delivers a clothesline tags in Owens as Bauer tags in Priest. Kevin Owens raises a right hand on Priest and several stomps. Damian slides out of the ring. Fall, KO falls him out there, hits a senton, toss Priest in the ring for taking down Bauer and Priest on the outside. Gets back in the right, hits a cannonball and then a right hand stomp. He runs for us, but Dominic grabs his ankle and the referee catches him and ejects both him and Rhea Ripley from ringside. As they were going up the ramp, Xavier Woods attacks Donald from behind and they brawl up the backstage area. Priest rolls up Owens back in the ring, but Owens kicks out as Paul Heyman shows up with, on his, with his phone in his hand as we go to another commercial break. After our second commercial break, Priest hits Owens in the midsection with a knee, but Owens comes back with a boot to the face of Priest. Priest comes back with an elbow and Balor takes and beats down Owens before Priest takes back and hit a backbreaker sent on combination. Priest sends Owens on top rope for delivering a hip butt, joins him on the middle rope. Owens is series of hip butts and an elbow that sends Priest crashing and hits swollen Tom Bomb. Saying in Balor tagging, Sammy hits a pair of clotheslines and a mentioned Nuka driver a 2 kill. He goes to the top rope, but Balor hits a sling bling. Sammy comes back with a blue thunder bomb before appearing. Imperium appears at ringside. 
Ballard rolls up Sammy, but Sammy kicks out two and a half. Ballard takes down Sammy, but Sammy hits the Explorer in the corner, falls with a Holuba kick. Goes for the cover, but Imperium is dragging the referee, so he can't see the fall. Priest takes it over to choke him on the apron. Satan takes down Priest with a uh, over-the-top rope flip. Try to go for another Huluba kick, but Luba Kaj and Genie Monic Vinch direct the referee. Love Gunther to grabbing Sammy's foot so he can hit the Huluba kick. Balor hits the shotgun drive in the Curdy Grove for the victory at 21 minutes. Easily best match of the show. I should get this one 7 out of 10. So this, I imagine this is probably going to be the first challengers after night champions. And the show closed when Balor saying they got next. So I imagine this is going to be after night champions. Over oh, well, this raw wasn't too bad. Oh, let's see all these three matches. <clears throat> I would say the only match I'm going to check out is the main event. The Judge Day first coming over the same museum. The Shinsuke Nakamura Miz match and the Dominic and Xavier. That's the only three I recommend checking out from this show. But overall score, I gave it like a six out of ten. So next week's Raw or this Monday as we're on Friday. Six minute tag team match, unspeed tag teams coming on series eight and with a mystery partner go against Imperium. And so we start first Kansas. I forgot to mention it. So during the show, we see Sorry starts talking to Nick Cross, Connor Freak, and then Candace Ray comes to her eight and then calls her family freak, talking about her family when Candace shuts that down. So that was made. For Raw this Monday, in a night champions card, we have the Funnels of War with Tall Tournament, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defeating Unspeed Tag Team Talks against the Bloodlines, Unspeed W Universal Chain, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Gunther defends the Intercontinental Talk against Bristol Fall Lee, Becky Lynch, Trisha, and Bianca Bella will defend the Raw Women's Talk against Oscar. That was made official yesterday. So that is uh, Monday Night Raw. Now we will go to Tuesday, May 16th show. So we'll kick it off with day four of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of the Super Juniors tournament. So what if you know it's been, it's two blocks of 10, 20 men. You get two points for a pinfall submission and a point if it goes to the 30 minute time limit draw. The top two from each block meet at the same this will be the first time since 2014. It's uh it's the top two from each block, but this year it's the top two where eight block one winner will meet the second place winner of B block and if the winner first place B block will meet the second place A block. So we kick it over with B block actually with Yo defeating Clark Connor six minute forty four sides for five star clutch. And A block Teton defeats Ruzke Taguchi nine minutes twenty one seconds via Moodle Lock and B block Robbie Eagles defeating Bushi nine minutes twenty cents via trigger. In A block, TJP defeating Doki, 8 minutes 22 cents via Mamba Splash. In B block, Francisco Akira defeating Dan Maloney, 8 minutes 27 cents via Fireball. That was, this was the Battle of the United Empire. And A block, we have Kushida, one half of the junior with Tad Chimps to be Bike Bailey, 9 minutes 26 cents via Cross Legged Heel Hook. And B block, El Desperado defeating Junior with Tad Kevin Knight, 8 minutes 42 cents for Panke Loco. Non title A block match. Hiromu Takahashi Jr. by Champion defeating Show. 738 sets via Time Bomb 1. In B Block, Master Wild defeating Yushibo Kamar. 938 sets via German Suplex. In A Block, we had Leo Rush defeating Taiji Ishimori. 16 minutes 56 seconds via Final Hour. So the score after night 4. In first place, we had Leo Rush goes to 8 points. He has 4 wins, 0 losses. In second place, Teton, Taiji Ishimori, and Mike Bailey all tied with 6 points, 3 wins, 1 loss. Third place junior weight champion Hiro Takahashi and TJP have four points, two wins, two losses. 
fourth place junior attention, Kushida Doki and Show have two points, one win, three losses. Eberusuke Degoshi is in last place with no points, zero losses, wins, four losses. And then B Block in first place with El Dusbro, Robert Eagles, and Francisco Kiro have six points, three wins, one loss. Second place, Yo, Mashawal, Yushima Kamar, Damon and Clack, Connors Tire with four points, two wins, two losses. Third place, Junior Retention, Kevin I has two points, one win, three losses. And last place, Bushi has zero points, zero wins, and four losses. Those new champ at Super Juniors. And then we go to NWA Power. What we have for the women's TV title. We had Kenzie Page retaining against Sierra 3 minutes 23 seconds. And tag team match where we had Kratos and Oderson defeating Sion and Jordan Clearwater 8 minutes and 8 seconds. And a triple threat match, Alex here defeating Fowler and Koya Laksai Mana. I do apologize if I butcher that. 3 minutes and 52 seconds. And the main event in a tag team women's tag team match with Pretty Empower, Ella and Via Roxy defeating La Brava Escobar and La Rosa, La Rosa Negra 7 minutes and 27 seconds. That was NW Power. Now we go to NXT. So we kick it up with the quarterfinal match of the women's Saw tournament. Fallon Hilly goes one with Cora Jade. Fallon Hilly and Cora Jade log start this match off. Jade hits a form to Hilly, but Hilly responds with a short title. There was a kick to her head and form of her own, but Jade sends her knee crash in the mat. Jade hits a chop block. Chops are in a draw kick. working on the knee. Hilly comes back with a close on back elbow. Then points her fa Jade face first, sets up for the DDT. But Hilly escapes and hits a shining wizard. Goes for the couple of Cora worlds to the outside. Fallon follows her by thinking back to the ring. As soon as Henley returns to the ring, Cora hits a chop block and then follows up with the DDT for the win at 5 minutes and 7 seconds. Not a bad opening. I just want 5 out of 10. So she will meet Laya Fakira in the semifinals. And after the match, Laya Fakira appears at rings at Search Jade in front of the women's tall. They'll be doing this with the other semifinals. But I'll get to that after. Then we head to the women's locker room backstage. We see Kion James and Thea Hill exchange insults with each other. Hale challenges Keon to a match and asks Duke Hudson for permission to participate in the match. And then Duke tells her to do what she wants, and Thea tells her she'll kick her ass. Then we go to the locker room, and we see North American champ West Wayne Tyler Bate meditating. And then the die appears out of nowhere, beats him down before Abel and Joe Gacy walk in. Gacy tells Lee and Bate about their friendship will burn out. Guess they were supposed to have a tag team match with uh, Gula, Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey, but I'll get to that in a minute. So after the break, we see NXT champ Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams pop up to the Performance Center. Waste no time to head to the ring as they pass Dempsey and Gulag are here with the referee. Carmelo says Williams defended his on against Braun Breaker last week. He says Breaker wants him a message and he received him. He knows that Braun isn't the same man as Stan Deliver. And the same goes for him. He says that Battleground Braun will be in his ER and challenges him to come out. So he doesn't come out. We see Charlie Dempsey drew Gulag's music hits and they come down the ring. He said they don't care if they embarrass because Braun left them laid out and calls them up for disrespecting him and Dempsey. Trick questions what he means and Dempsey's haze and Wayne passing like they're nothing on the way to the ring. Well, they were being informed their tag team match was not happening. Gulag says to love so him and Dempsey live is totally different. The crowd begins shame Willy Wonga at Dempsey before Trick challenges both of them to a tag team match. Gulag says ask Carmelo and Trick if they should do it, then attack both men. But Hayes and Williams since both men don't stay at all. So we did get that match later in the show. So we see a video of a commentary showing Die Dragon nearly dragging off. And then after the break, we see a video package showing Danny Palmer being attacked by a mysterious woman at one of the NXT house shows. And then we go to that uh, tag match. We got the 
Cree Brothers, Julius, and Brutus versus Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler to die in. So, matches with Julius, Cree, and Rip Fowler log up. They go back forward with submissions, both for Fowler, Julius, and Suplex. Julius responds with a drop in the tags and Brutus Creed. Then Jagger Reed tags in, rings the right hands on Brutus. Brutus gets him up for the delay vertical suplex. Julius tags in and tags over for Brutus, playing and Reed with a suplex. Then Fowler tags in, Julius gets him up for delay vertical suplex. So Bruce tags in, does the same thing. Julius just did, and Julius takes back in. Bruce hands in Fowler. Hits him crash on the map for Reed tags in, delivers an integrated Julius. Fowler hands an integrated of his own, and Reed falls up with a flatliner. Then he walks in the Koji clutch, but Julius escapes and hits a powerbomb as we cut to a commercial break. After the break, <clears throat> Reed hits a knee to Julius' spine. Julius fires back with a suplex, tags in Brutus. Fowler tags in Brutus, catches with a Brutus smash. He throws a splash in the corner, gets Fowler up on the shorts, delivers a slam. Fowler tags in Reed. Tries to interfere. Brutus pins them both down, but Diet kicks out. Fowler and Bruce take each other with clotheslines before Julius and Reed get in the ring, and they hit. Julius hit Fowler with the 450, and then Reed hit Brutus with 450. Oh, that was a cool spot. Then he goes to four power, but Reed counters into a DDT. Rick Fowler grabs the attention while not on the outside. Oh, able to attempt to jump her, but he gets her, the gets a battle and locks her in the diamond chin lock. Basically, a dragon sweeper. As Brutus hits Fowler with the Bruce bomb off the apron. And it reloads for a drum. Juice, Nicole, Juice, tucks the other way and hits a sliding, the Death Valley sliding lyric combo for the win at 14 minutes and 15 seconds. Fun match between these two teams. I just want seven out of 10. I actually wouldn't mind these two guys at teams running back. Then we had to do a video of the family discussing recent events. Stacks gets a call and it walks off. Then two officers then first join D'Angelo. Something needs to go to the station with the messy search with a couple of criminal acts. So D'Angelo obliges, then a confused Stax walks out and sees D'Angelo Smith, and then a wage staff member informs him that he was taking questioning, and Stax would take it for. Then he leaves. Then we go back to ringside. Julius grabs the headset from the commentary table and challenges Gals to a tag team tall match at Battleground. That hasn't been officially official yet. We're just wait. We're basically just waiting on Gals' response. Then after the break, we see Heritage Cup champ Norman Dart walk up to the fans for the Supernova Sessions, making, their, making the U.S. Uh, debut. Hides up the talk show for introducing Dragon Lee. So he comes down to the ring. They sit down and grab and Noam grabs the Spanish dictionary. He speaks Lee in Spanish, but Dragon consequently says he speaks English. Says a little better than him. He says his father started training when he was 14 and taught him to respect his opponent. Darius says they aren't here to tell his father. And he says all I know about Lee. Lee says he loves spirit and passion of his people. And says the same passion the XC universe has shown him. Noam says the passion Lee had for his people is the same passion he has for the Heritage Cup. Lee asks if he wants to defend it, and Dar tries to talk his way out of it. Lee says he has to defend, defend it, and Noam once again tries to talk way out of it, since there's a lot of rules. Here comes Nathan Frazier. He appears as he exposed Dar as a fraud. He said it doesn't matter how many rules Dar makes up, he has to defend defend the title like any other changer in WWE. Frazier turns Lee himself, and everyone else is listening to challenge Dar for the Heritage Cup, and Lee says, why don't do it at Battleground? Frazier takes a shot at Dar's previous on screen relationship with Alicia Fox. Lee and Dar to accept Lee's challenge and then challenges Frazier to a one one match next week, which that's been confirmed. Overall, not I should kind of like that statement. Actually, and I'm really excited for that battleground match between Noam and Dragon Lee. Also, him and Frazier will be pretty good next week. But I'll talk about after his review. In our third match of the show, another tag team. This time it is the NXT champ Carmelo's Trick Williams. Go get Drew Guy This was supposed to be the North American champ Leslie Tyler Bay, but I took them out. <clears throat> so Trick Williams and Charlie Dempsey lock get smashed started. Then Dempsey delivers a short tackle. 
Executes the back slap of kicks out and hits a pair of short outs and integers and Carmelo Hayes and Drew Gulak tag him. Uh, Gulak gets to need him Hayes mid-session before Hayes responds a pair of arm drags. Dempsey tags himself Gulak to Dominique to Hayes mid-section. Dempsey throws the snapper and walks the boss of crap by Hayes escapes and tags in Williams. Gulak tags and wears some Williams and tags Dempsey back in. Gulak does a German suplexer trick before Dempsey lands one on his own. One of his own, Williams delivers an integrated Dempsey Towers and Carmelo. Gulag takes in Carmelo into a super kick. Dempsey takes in hands, playing some on the map. Williams takes in, takes out an intervening Gulag. Spin kick to Dempsey. Hayes takes in and hits the nothing by net off the top rope for the win at 6 minutes and 34 seconds. This was actually a fun tag match. I get this one 7 out of 10 as well. Then after the match, Hayes and Williams calls Braun Breaker to the ring once again. Braun appears on the trunk and tries to get to wait a little long because he made a pit stop. Cameron pans out to see Braun in the barbershop. Braun says he'll figure he'll stop get a fresh haircut before he finished what he started last week. And then we go to our fourth match of the show. Keanu and James go with Thea Hale. So James shoves Hale, and then Thea goes to arm drag, supervise and dumps Keanu outside of the ring, hits a topay suicida, brings a, right, a few right hands as Hudson takes notes and pretends he isn't marking. He was marking papers during this whole match. Thea climbs the top, looks for a splash, but Keon rolls out of the way and hits the series and knees to the midsection. But Thea comes with a pair of forms and a kick to James midsection, back up on the suplex. Climbs the top, hits a crossbody for a two count. But Keon comes back with the gold buster and then the 401k for the victory at four minutes and 54 seconds. This was a fun little match between these two. I give this one five out of ten. Now the match, Thea hugs Duke as he continues to mark papers. Then we go backstage to the last week and being checked on in the medical room as Mackenzie Mitchell is standing by. She has less if he and Kawhi the skizzle would attack both of them, and he tells fans to stay tuned as he storms off. Then to the break, he comes down to the ring. He says he wants to come out and dress everyone. He says the tag team match was unexpected, canceled by the schism. He says, while he's gotten better at controlling his anger, he gets pissed off when himself and friends were attacked. He says A1 the diet are sheep rather than friends, while Bait is his real friend. He tells Gazy all he had. If he wanted a shot to tell, all you have to do is ask. Speaking of Gacy, him and Abe appear on the platform up there, above the ring there. He says he never designed what he wants. He says he wants a North American title. And Abe tells Lee he's just closer and closer to come the greatest North American champion with everyone he picks up. He, she questions what makes Gacy... When he takes Lee's North American away from a battleground, I guess he's asking for a shot at the tile. He says all he had to do is break the news to Bate. So Lee asks Casey, he will stop driving a wedge between himself and Bate. And Abel says the wedge has already been driven. So here comes Tyler Bate, music hits, and he comes down the ring. He says he had enough with this rubbish and asks Casey what his problem is with him. He says he'll see him at battleground. And Lee tells Casey, go out going twice in one night. But Bate cuts him and says he'll be whining. He says he didn't want the North American title match. Lee asked why you didn't say something earlier. He said that was his bad. He said they could still imagine this period of competition. And then Gacy asked why it would be a battleground. And he says he'll take both of them in a triple threat match. And on May 28th, on his way, he tells Bate he thought he could trust them. Then we were back from the break. We see Fawn Wagner walk around backstage. And he encourages Mr. Stone. He's involved in a football altercation with Luca Cruzacino. Then Fawn scares him off. And Mr. Stone has to stick it up for him. Fawn denies it and, and pulls a picture of him as a kid. He doesn't really talk about it. And Fawn Wagner says no. They close that statement. Then we go to our main event match of the show, the final quarterfinal match of the Women's Tall Tournament. Roxanne Press, the former champ, goes along with JC Jane. 
In part, and by the way, out of these eight women, literally Rocks and Brides is the only women's champion in this tournament. This match starts with a lock. Lock up, they go back for its mission holds before Jane hits the right hand of Brock's in his spine. But Perez over the back. Oh, it looks at Dumbledore the ring. But Perez hangs on, lands on the aim before Jane. JC sends a crash, and that's how face first as we go to a commercial break. As we come back from break, Jane hits a neck burn, falls with a pair of shorts to the Brock's in his midsection. It looks for Campbell. Perez ducks the other way and falls with right hands, but JC throws a draw kick. Since it crashed to the outside, she hits a tope suicida, tosses back in her ring, climbs the top room, throws a cross body, falls over over side, rush and leg sweep. For JC, hits a knee to her midsection, and a super kick, then a spinning right hand, raising right hands. She looks for a capable press, ducks out of the way, hits a kick around JC's midsection, falls over with the pop rocks for the win at 9 minutes and 6 seconds. Not a bad match. I give this one 6 out of 10. So she will face Tiffy Strand in the semifinals next week as well. Then after match, Stratton appears to a rocks in. Then Stratton takes notice that Gigi Dolan is attacking Jason Jane in the ring. Official suffers both ways for NXT champion Carmelo Hayes. Music hits again, and him and Drew Williams make their way down the ring once again. So Carmelo says he knows traffic isn't bad, and he calls Bromberg to the ring. As we go to commercial break, we come back for break. Both men are waiting for Breaker. Breaker's music again. He appears alongside entourage security guards. Security stands between all three men. Bronze says he, he didn't bring security's own protection, but we're at the protection of Hayes and Williams. Williams says that the only one that needs protection is Breaker. And Breaker reminds him of his loss last week. He says there's some big talk from Braun. It's because they're well security problem. He tells Breaker to blame himself because he thought he was untouchable until he got touched. He says Braun will not take his NXT title from him. And Braun says they'll fight for two different reasons. He says Carmelo is fine for the NXT title while he is fine to embarrass Hayes for his family and friends. He says Breaker says that it's so much convenience and there's a reason two of them are in the maven of Battleground. He says no one is cut like they are and says they'll be able will create the dynasty and create over his body. Braun says New England has a history of dynasties coming to an end because their history of sports scenes coming to an end. He says Carmel will realize the Battleground is not him, but he's not the damn thing he can do about him. So Hayes goes over the top and takes all the security guards on the outside. So Braun and Carmelo began. Bra- I, the security I didn't get over Carmelo take out Take Trick Williams to the back. Carmelo and Braun get it in the ring. Braun hits a clothesline, but Hayes kicks him downstairs in the in the crotch area. Then he nails Breaker with the NXT title, and both men land in the ring to close out NXT title. Uh, to close out NXT, this far. <laughs> overall, actually, not a bad episode of NXT. I overall score, I give it a uh, six out of ten. Only matches I recommend checking out is the Creed Brothers for Diet and Carmelo Hayes struggle for Gulak and Dempsey. So the semifinals are set for the women's title tournament. Tiffany Shrimp for Rocks and Press and for Care First Card Jade. So the uh, for this Tuesday on XT, obviously the two semifinal matches. Non Thomas Heracut Shame, Noam Duffer's name, and Tank Ledger versus Hank Walker. By the way, I forgot, I forgot to mention it. So backstage, we seen Tank looking at in the in a mirror at his teeth because they got taken out last week. And then Briggs and Jansen, Brooks Jensen were giving them. Encouragement and then basically saying they could be better partners after they had a brawl. So that's how that match got set up. And a battle girl made on May 28th. So far, the finals of the women's Hall tournament, the winner of the Strand Perez match meets the winner of the Fakiria Cora J match. Carmel hates to win the NXT Tall against Braun Breaker. Noam Dart defends the Heritage Cup against Dragon Lee. And um, North American Tall Triple Three match. Wesley defends Joe Gates Tall Bait and Eli Dragon versus Die Jack in a last man standing match. There's multiple clips during the show. I forgot to mention the second part, but that's how, that, that was made and announced yesterday as well. So, five matches. I imagine we'll probably get the NXT Tag Team Tall match and Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. I imagine will be announced for 
uh, Battle Grab, we'll wait and see, but that was NXT. And then we will go to Wednesday, May 17th shows. So we'll kick it over AEW Dynamite. So opening match, tag team match, we had International Jim Orange Cassie and Darby Allen defeat Big Bill Lee Moriarty, 11 minutes and 13 seconds. Stephen Guevara defeat Axios Prime, 29 seconds. And tag team match in the outcast, Ruby Soul and Tony Storm defeating Britt Baker and Hakura Shida, 9 minutes 15 seconds. And a false count anywhere match, Chris Jericho, or Roger Trump started defeating Chris Jericho, 13 minutes and 12 seconds. Jack Perry defeating Roosh in 10 minutes. And the main event, Jay White defeating Ricky Starks by disqualification, 12 minutes and 18 seconds. So that was Dynamite. Then we go to Dragon Gate, Hopeful Gate Night 8. So the opening match, we had six-man tag team with D. Kirch over the Dragon Gate with Duka Kiyuka. Kiyuta, sorry. Yuki Yoshioka and Dragon Dia versus Dragon Kid, Jinky Horror, Guji Lestra. Ends in a 15-minute time limit draw. Tag team match with Matsusaki Mochizuki and Don Fuji with Yamato and Punch Tamanaga. Fiat Ghetto Clutch on Tamaga nine and a half minutes. Tag to match with M3 Creates Mushu Mushuki and Yoshushi Kanda. Defeating C. Bratz D. Monte and Hayo. Feet inside Crayon 9 minutes and 17 seconds. In tag to match with C. Bratz's Shun Skywalker and Kai. Defeating Big Bosh Mushu and Jackie Fun Kame of Natural Fives. Feet Mido and Back on Kame 12 and a half minutes. In the main event, 8 man tag to match with Natural Fives. Open the brief gate chamber. Jason Lee, Kazi, Utine, Strong Machine J. Defeating Gold Classes, Open the Triangle Gate Champions, BB Hulk, Binke, Kota Miniora, and Miniora. Via Machine Suplex on uh, Miniora. 13 minutes and 54 seconds. That was Dragon Game. And then we go to Night 5 of the Best Super Juniors Tournament from New Japan. So an A-block, non-title, Junior with Champion Takahashi, defeating Roshika Taguchi, 5 minutes 23 seconds via unnamed Horumoho role in B-block. Junior Retention, Kevin Knight defeating Bushi, 5 minutes 23 cents via Spike DDT. In block A, TJP defeating Cho, 8 minutes 46 cents via Mama Splash. B block versus Clark Connors defeating Francisco Akira for a no chaser, 8 minutes and 33 seconds. In A block, Leo Rush, or sorry, Doki defeating Leo Rush, 5 minutes and 43 cents via uh, Doki Choki. In B block, Robbie Eagles defeating Yoshimura Kamara via trigger, 10 minutes and 7 seconds. In A block, Mike Bailey defeating Teton, 9 minutes 56 cents via Flamengo Driver. In B block, Master Wild defeating Dan Maloney, 7 minutes and 48 cents via German Suplex. And A block, Taiji Ishimori defeating Junior Retention, Kushida, 13 and a half minutes via Bloody Cross. And in B block, Yo defeating El Desperado, 20 minutes and 24 cents via uh, Direct Drive. So, uh, standings after night five. In first place, Leo Rush, Mike Bailey, Taiji Ishimori, Tai. With eight points, four wins, one loss. Second place, Junior Chamber Takahashi, Teton, TJP, tied at six points, three wins, two losses. Third place, Doki has four points, two wins, three losses. And fourth place, Junior Tachim Kushi and Sho have two points, one win, four losses. And Bruce Gitaguchi is in last place with zero points, no wins, five losses. And B Block, Robbie Eagles have eight points, four wins, one loss. Second place, El Desparo, Yo, Masterwell, Francisco, Akira, and Clark. All five of them have six points, three wins, two losses. Third place, Junior Tag Team, Kevin Knight, Yushiba Kamar, and Dan Maloney have four points, two wins, three losses. And last place, Bushi has zero points, no wins, and five losses. So that was New Japan Poor Wrestling. And then we end the show with... Uh... <laughs> Thursday, May 18th. So we will kick it off with 
New Japan Pro Wrestling Night 6. So in A block, we have Mike Bailey defeating Doki. 9 is 46 seconds via all 12 weapon. In B box, Obushi has to win or he's mathematically eliminated. Bushi does defeat Yoshi Kamo in a minute 46 via MX. And A block, TJP defeating Rusuke Taguchi. 10 minutes 44 seconds via Pinoy Stretch. And A block, or sorry, in B block, sorry, Junior Attach Jim Kevin Knight defeating Dan Maloney. 8 minutes 15 seconds via Spike DDT. And A block, Taiji. Show defeating Taiji Shimori, 5 minutes 40 cents via roll-up. And B-Block, El Desperado defeating Clark Connors via El Is Claro at 11 minutes 21 seconds. And A-Block, Teton defeating Leo Rush, 10 minutes 23 cents via uh, Springboard Double Stomp. And B-Block, Yo defeating Francisco Kieran in a minute 34 via 5-star clutch. And a champion for a champion block A-match, Junior Champion Huru Takahashi defeating Junior Taichim Kushida via Kano, 16 minutes and 6 seconds. In the main event, in B block, Master Wild defeating Robbie Eagles, 19 minutes and 37 via German suplex. So the stands after night six. In first place, Mike Bailey has 10 points, five wins, one loss. Second place, Junior Champion Hermo Takahashi, Leo Rush, Teton, TJ Ping, Taji Ichimori, all tied eight points, four wins, two losses. And third place, Doki and Cho have four points, two wins, four losses. Fourth place, Junior Tetsham, Kushi have two points, one win, five losses. And Bruce Kataguchi in last place again. Zero points, no wins, six losses. And in B-Block, El Desperado, Yo, Masteron, Robbie Eagles all tied with eight points, four wins, two losses. Second place, Junior with Tetsu, Jim, Kevin Knight, Francisco, Kira, and Clarka all tied with six points, three wins, three losses. Third place, Yoshibu, Kamara, and Damon only tied with four points, two wins, four losses. And Bushi with two points in last place, one win, five losses. There was a best of juniors this morning, May 19th, but I will talk about that on Sunday's show. And then we'll go to All Japan Pro Wrestling Super Power Series Day 3. So in tag budget, Sayo Brothers, June and Ray defeating Evolution, Hakuru Sayo and Dan Tama. Kuroja Suzuki defeating All Japan Pro Wrestling TV 6 main tag and Black Morense via Tiger Driver, 5 minutes and 15 seconds. Six women tag match with Hikari Shimutsu, Rina Amakuga, and Yuko Sakura defeating Saki, Sons, and Chai Chai. Via Dragon Sleeper, 11 minutes and 33 seconds. Renanabe defeat Masa Hanabata via Modified Backbreaker, 6 minutes and 20 seconds. Intact match with Junior Richard Minoruki Doi and Hokuto Omori defeating Asuki Oyagi and Ryzen Hayato via Bakatar Sliding Kick on a 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Hmm. Uh, that was on Oyagi, by the way. You went inside defeating right anyway via German Suplex, 8 minutes and 17 seconds. One half of the world tag team champs went over Soya defeating Suwama by disqualification 6 minutes and 50 seconds. Six minute tag team match with Triple Crown Heavyweight Champ Yuji Naga, Kento Minihiro, and Suji Kajima defeating all Asian tag team Yoshitatsu, Yamato Yagi, and Suji Ishiwakwa via shutdown 15 minutes and 4 seconds. And the one contender match for the Triple Crown Heavyweight Top. Originally, Shura Ashino did win the uh, champion carnival, but unfortunately, he suffered an injury. So, the Top two people from A Block, the runner up actually, Tim Carvel and Rogi Honda, BT who challenged Yuji Nagata. So T Hawk does get the win via Cerberus, 13 minutes and 22 seconds. So he'll be the next man in the shop for the Triple Crown title. So it's all Japan. Then we go to main event. Tina broke defeating Emma, 5 minutes and 41 seconds. And Nikki Cross defeating Tegan Knox, 5 minutes and 53 seconds. Then we go to Ring of Honor, episode 12. So an opening match, Ring of Honor World Touch and Ray Finish with Greg A. Loco, 8 minutes and 56 seconds. 
Will Knight go to defeat Matty Rakowski, 3 minutes and 43 seconds. And tag team matches with Iron Savages, Boulder, and Bronson defeating the Wingmans, Peter Avalon, and Ryan Nemeth, 5 minutes and 16 seconds. More tag team action, Christopher Daniels and Matt Sidow defeating Cole Carr and Zach Clayton, 6 minutes and 27 seconds. Lady Frost defeating Miranda Alaze, 3 minutes and 18 seconds. Spanish Announce Project and Helga and San Pentago defeating the Shinobi Shadow Squad, Cheeseburger, and Eoism, 3 minutes and 39 seconds. Tag team action. For the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television title, the Chamber Sox Saber Jr. defeat AR Fox to retain the title at 12 minutes 17 seconds. In tag team match with two thirds of the Ring of Honor six man tag champs, the Gates of Agony, Khan and Toya Le- Leona defeat Don Castle and Brandon Tate, nine minutes and 29 seconds. In trios action, we got Shane Taylor and the Work Horseman, Anthony Henry and JD Drake defeat Midnight Heat, that's Eddie Pearl and Ricky Gibson, Taylor Scoff at a minute 51. Mercedes Martinez defeating Ashley Dan Boyce, 6 minutes and 24 seconds. In the main event, in a tag team fight without honor match, Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeating the Kingdom, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, 15 minutes and 9 seconds. So that was Ring of Honor. And the closeout this week's show, we have Impact. So before the Impact, we have Design, Diener, and Khan defeating Johnny Swear and Sicky Dice, 8 minutes and 26 seconds. So on the main show, non time match, Exhibition Jam, Trey McGowan defeating Lareo Kid, 8 minutes and 53 seconds. Jason Hodge defeating Impact World Tag Champ. It's Austin awesome, 29 seconds. Trinity defeating Nakas Tag Champ. Kyle King, 11 minutes, 16 seconds. In the minute, six man tag match will premium under siege as these six guys will meet in a failed six way match where the winner gets a shot at the Impact World title. Alex Shelley, Jonathan Gretchen, Union Moore defeating Eddie Edwards, Frank Kister, and Moose, 16 minutes and 12 seconds. So that is uh, the show for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back on Sunday with John. Tell me the shows from Friday for Sunday. Have a good weekend, guys, and stay safe.